you are listening to the Grace Auburn Church podcast. This podcast serves as a means of both equipping the people of Grace Auburn Church here in Auburn, Alabama, and as a means of uh, pulling up chairs around the table where we might have conversations with leaders, uh, members, staff, uh, elders uh, coming soon down the road, and just uh, be able to have conversations that we wouldn't necessarily be able to have in any other way. Uh, conversations that maybe aren't going to make it into a sermon series, but are absolutely worth our attention and conversations. And so uh, a few weeks back, we posted what we thought would be the last of our Why Would You Work for a Church series, where I sat down with each of the members of our staff team and just asked, hey, when you were there, uh, feeling the Lord's calling into ministry for the first time, who was with you? Who was there confirming the Lord's leading in your life? And then the last question in each of those episodes was, why in the world would you want to work for a church? You could go do anything else. Why work for this church here in Auburn, Alabama? Well, from the time we started that podcast series to today, we have added uh, three more staff members to our team. And I do feel like we're at a really, really healthy, full place, full of vibrant ministry on all fronts. Uh, this week, I'm joined by John Beatty, our newest uh, addition to staff um, as uh, one of our co-Grace Students Directors. He serves alongside of Raina Lanier, leading our middle school and high school ministries in partnership with parents, uh, carrying out the mission of Grace Auburn Church on that front. Um, so this week and the next, this episode and the next episode will be a, a final actual rounding out of those conversations with our staff team. I'm excited about this one and the one to come. And to be honest, I'm excited about all that lay ahead uh, for the Grace Auburn Church podcast. So uh, if you're new and you've not gone back and listened to our other interviews with our other staff members, please take the time to do so. Their stories are amazing. I promise they will be an incredible encouragement to you wherever it is that you find yourself joining us uh, in the life of this church. Uh, this week, uh, such a good conversation. This is my chat with John Beatty. Grace Auburn has existed from its very foundation uh, with the Lord bringing in the right people at the right time. And today I am joined by John Beatty. Hello. Uh, How are you doing? One of our recently added directors of Grace Students. Uh, he works alongside of Raina Lanier, uh, leading our middle schoolers, high schoolers, and relationships with their families. And I, I begin by saying that God has strategically brought the right people at the right time. And we believe you and your wife, Addie, to be no exception to that rule. But um, as we think about the life of this church, as we think about the life of our student ministry, as we think about uh, the way God has placed people on our staff team and in volunteer roles, whether that be in community groups or uh, leading ch and kids on Sunday morning, we have just been time and time again blown away by the faithfulness of God uh, to do what only God can do in the way that He did it. And so, in as an as an in an effort to introduce you to maybe some folks uh, at Grace Auburn that don't know you guys yet, let's go all the way back wherever you want to start this conversation, John. In mm -hmm. terms of learning to follow Jesus, where were you? What, what, what was the context? Where'd you grow up? Tell us a little bit about you and we'll see where our conversation lands. Yeah. So, um, I'm originally from Prattville, Alabama. It's about an hour away from Auburn. Um, I grew up in the church. My family was very involved and we were consistently attending. Um, and I was very involved in youth ministry growing up and loved the camaraderie of it and all the fun things we got to do. But, um, I knew about the Lord and I read the Bible 
and I knew the stories, but it never became a, a heart thing for me. Mm. I, I don't know that I would ever say I had recognized my the real cost of my sin and my need for a savior yeah. um, until I came to college. And so I graduated high school in 2018, coming to Auburn for mechanical engineering. Yes. Had big aspirations to uh, make lots of money and build things. Uh, <laughs> and so I got here and I... As do many 18-year-olds yes, when they absolutely. come to this town, right? Okay, all right, carry on. Yeah, so I got here. Um, I didn't really get plugged into a church right away. My my then-girlfriend, Addie, um, mm-hmm. was very gracious and influential in my faith during that time, but I just started living for myself and was mm. living in sin and making um, unwise choices despite knowing what was best. Um, sure. And just through living that way, um, the Lord graciously brought me to the end of myself yeah. um, where I had nothing left but Him. Um, and it was at that time that I truly recognized my actions have consequences. I am mm. a sinful person mm. um, and I am in need of a Savior. I'm in need of somebody who can save me from these sins because yeah. I can't do it of my own strength, of my own free will. Yeah. So um, I, I would say I really became a, a follower of Jesus then. Okay. Um, that was in 2019, yeah. in the spring. Yeah. Um, so from there, the way the Lord has really worked in my life, um, he has to be very obvious and very <laughs> in my face. That's, so That's fair. Uh, he works by just kind of upending everything that I know and love um, and asking me to trust in him. So mm. that was what that season was like. It was about six months. Um, in the thick of it was more like one month yeah. of everything I've known up until this point is no more. Mm. Um, I had been really struggling in engineering and found out it was not for me. Yeah. And I was thinking, what else could I do? What other talents or like passions do I have? Yeah. Um, and I felt the Lord kind of pushing me towards looking into youth ministry okay. or working with teenagers. Um, I was, had a lot of leadership in my youth group growing up and my dad always said, I could see you doing something like this one day. And I was like, no, I'm going to be an engineer and make money, but that's cool. <laughs> like I maybe on the side, I could do something like that. Sure. Um, but those were the words that were very prominent yeah, sticking out in my brain. Yeah. Um, and I felt like the Lord was calling me to that. So I changed majors to psychology and eventually human development and mm. family science. Mm. Um, and then around that time, my summer plans had changed. Yeah. And um, my former youth pastor, who was a huge mentor and still is a great mentor to me, called me up out of the blue mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I have a internship position open with the youth ministry. Would you be interested in doing this? So it's totally the Lord yeah. just dropping things in my lap, yeah. again, making it completely obvious. Yes. So I, I took that, um, and it was so great. It was so coming under these great men who are mentors and mm-hmm examples to me of what godly men look like and what true followers of Jesus look like. Yeah. Uh, so I did that internship. I did it again a year later. This um, is 19 and 20? 20 and 21. Yes, 19, 20. 19, 20. Sorry, I'm right. just no, you're good. going right, right no, ahead. Hey, you keep, keep, keep going. You're yeah, good. So um, I did that internship in 2019 and then the summer of 2020, um, all while finishing school up. Um, and those, were, those summers were just very affirming for me mm-hmm. of okay, I have a gifting of working with teenagers, of relating to them on a personal level. Um, and all the, at the same time, just through my major and through my studies, I learned a lot more of just how crucial teenage years are for yeah. development of yeah. just growing into who you're going to be for your whole life. Yeah. Um, now, there's grace there. Sure. People are 
terrible teens and have terrible lives and turn out to be fantastic people. But <laughs> for the most part, for most kids, those years um, really determine what kind of person you're going to be and what your intuitions, I guess. Yeah. Well, you make decisions starting, you know, somewhere around, you know, 13, 14, 15, you start making decisions that are, they're putting you on a path. Yes. They're putting you on a trajectory for success or failure for uh, any number of things that, that, that the Lord could in any way, shape or form that he chooses to bring back full circle but yeah, I, one of the reasons we got into college ministry to begin with was because we felt like 18 was really the beginning of the end, so to speak. That sounds mm-hmm. very like morbid when you think about it that way. But I recognized that there were there were years of experiences and decisions that had been leading up to that point to where now you're outside of your home and you're about to make decisions with the girl that you're dating. You're mm-hmm. going to make decisions with... That you know how you spend your time. You're going to make decisions with your major. You're going to you're going to make all of these life altering decisions. That yeah, to your point, they begin yeah. at 14, 15, 16. All right. So in some ways, you answered my question. I'd love to kind of camp out just for a minute on mm-hmm. you are at Auburn. You're in a mechanical. Did you ever get into the mechanical program, or were you pre engineering? I was pre-engineering all the way through. So very quickly, within the first year-ish, year and a half-ish, you're like, nope, not yeah. for me. And your dad, talk to me about the story or the the moment where you're you're wrestling with what I'm in currently and what I might want to do. What was the voice like? What were the words that came that were confirming of the Lord's calling in your life? Mm-hmm. Man, it feels like so long ago now, thinking back. <laughs> You're still a young man, so John. You're still a young man, John. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot of contemplating. Like I knew mm. mechanical engineering was not it. Yeah. Um, and if I kept on that track, I was going to be miserable or flunk out of college. Mm. So it was just a lot of time of of thinking and praying, like, this isn't it. And yeah. I know that's I'm confident in that, Lord, what? Yeah what are the possibilities? What are the things that I could possibly do? Yeah. Um, And I think just through the encouragement of Addie around that time of like, you know, you were kind of interested in this and I could see you doing this, but Mm. also just at the time, my dad wasn't speaking directly to that, but Ah. it was when I was in high school and helping lead small groups or being on the leadership team of youth um, in youth group, him saying, Hey, you're, really good at this and yeah. I could see you possibly doing this one day mm. like you my youth pastor's name was Justin he was like my dad would say I could see you being a Justin one day nice so that was I think one of the more defining moments of that memory yeah. coming up and yeah. being a more regular mm. thing that I was hearing all right so we fast forward through college you and Addie join this church. Mm-hmm. You're a part of this faith. And when did you guys begin worshiping with us? When did y'all join Grace Auburn? It was the fall of 2019, like August. All right. So very early on in that process for you of going, not this, maybe this. Mm-hmm. You join our church. You guys finish college. You get married. Yeah. 2021. 2021. Let's go, let's go from graduation and getting married. Walk us through the the, the the journey that the Lord had you on vocationally after college into marriage up until you joined staff with us here? Yeah. So um, just before graduation, I had to complete an internship for my major. Um, 
in a related field. And I did that at a local ministry called Our House um, that ministers to families in government-assisted housing um, and their kids specifically. So I, I interned with them through May up until graduation, and they were very gracious and hired me mm. onto staff as soon as I graduated. Um, so going into that, I, I had told them from the beginning I was interested in youth ministry, and they had a lot of teenagers there. So I was very involved in the teens' lives and in kind of their after-school operations. So I began doing a lot of like managing after-school, tutoring for them, um, organizing and planning activities and field trips, some fun like going to the bowling alley or the movies, others more formative like going on college tours or um, more professional development type stuff, yeah. just trying to equip them in the season of life that they're in for their future success. Um, and I would lead like retreats where we would go up to Camp Maranook and I would lead lessons about the Bible um, mm. and just share with them what the Lord has said and what he calls us to do and yeah. the the gift and the blessing that his grace is to us and yeah. his love is. Yeah. Um, so I, I spent about a year and a half there um, up until recently over the summer and was doing summer programming and stuff with them. Um, and then this church that I had interned at in Wetumpka reached out to me and my youth pastor has moved on from that. He's moved to another church. And so they had this youth ministry director position open and they said, we've worked with you. We, we really like you and would like for you to apply for this. And mm. immediately I was like, no, I, I'm good where I am. <laughs> like, I'm really happy. Um, I think I am, am good. Like, yeah. thanks, but no. Yeah. And then, um, about a week later, I talked with my youth pastor. I went and met with him yeah. before he moved away and was just kind of talking about that. And he was feeling out where I was and he was just very encouraging to me and mm. uplifting of affirming me and my gifts and the things he sees in me um, and the callings that he thinks I'm fulfilling. Yeah. And leaving that, he kind of left me with the words of like, just think about it, like maybe pray about it a little more and consider it. And I walked away and I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I should do that. I think I might need to look more into it. I think I was a little hasty. Uh, there, there is nothing more convicting than when someone you love, and it doesn't matter if it's your spouse, it doesn't matter if it's a child, it doesn't matter if it's a mentor in mm -hmm. this case, where you feel so confident in something, yeah, and they leave you with, you know, I really think you ought to pray about it. And you're just like, mm, <laughs> you know something. You know something I don't know. Yeah. All right, so carry on. So, you, so he leaves you with that, and you're, you're stuck in that place of tension of I'm comfortable where I mm -hmm. am. I like where we are. I like what we're doing. Yeah. Um, Addie's a nurse here in town. Uh, things are starting to pivot on, the, on a positive front for her. You start to pray about it. Yeah. So I start to pray about it, and we talk about it. Um, and it just kind of becomes like a, a piece that was like, mm. okay, I, I feel like you're leading me to this. Um, yeah. And it just became more and more clear of like, that is where I need to be. Yes. We're going to move to Wetumpka. I'm going to do this. Um, and so one of the mentors and friends that is still on staff at that church who's, was the one I was talking to about it. And so I reached back out, went through the whole process mm. and filling out my application and get to the references section. <laughs> so I call up. My, my friend and cousin and pastor, Matt Dean, and I'm like, hey, I would love to put you as a reference on this application. 
um, would you mind if I do that? And he was like, you know, I could do that. Like, I would be happy to. It makes me kind of sad to think about y'all leaving yeah. Auburn. Um, but what if I told you that we have a youth ministry position open? It's like, <laughs> Matt, don't do this to me. Like, it was so clear. Uh, I was gonna, like, this is it, with Tumka. I'm going to roll this mud grenade out into the middle yes. of the table and let it go off, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember Matt walked into my office. And he, it must have been right after you mm-hmm. guys had the conversation because we were deep down the road of – we knew we knew in Caleb moving out of student ministry that as the student ministry grew, we wanted to hire two directors, people mm-hmm. that could run in tandem with one another, a male and female director, just because of the volume of middle school and high school girls and the volume of middle school and high school boys and both of those being on the rise. Um and I remember with Raina being just a couple of months in front of you in that process, I remember saying, okay, I think we'll be okay mm-hmm. with Raina Fuller maybe in an interim capacity leading students, but I think we'll be okay until the Lord brings the right person. And it was days. I mean, it wasn't weeks or months. It was days later mm-hmm. that I had finally, I had finally, as an executive pastor that's constantly trying to get my head wrapped around, do we have all the right people to do the work of ministry that the Lord has called us to, Matt walks in and is like, hey, John Beatty wants to do student ministry. He just asked me to be a reference. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. He, Okay, maybe he <laughs> did. And so what was your initial, I guess this is a, a, a unique question uh, in this podcast series for you. What was your initial reaction knowing that you were going to go away and pray, pray through it? You'd finally gotten to this place where this felt right. Mm-hmm. And I think God faithfully sometimes does that to us, right? Like we feel like we're going down the right path and we've said yes and we've stuck our neck out there a little bit and then bam, mm-hmm. it's like hard right. Yeah. Give me your initial reaction. Um, frustration isn't the best word, but <laughs> close to it. Because it was like, like I said, clear, we're yeah. moving, we're yeah. doing it. This is what God's calling and we're going to walk in it. And mm. then it's like, Two very fantastic job offers yeah. with fantastic people that I know and love and trust. Um, and so from there, it was like, I have no idea what you want me to do, God. <laughs> but obviously, you've put these in my lap for a reason. Yeah. So we're just going to sit. I'm going to go through the application process and interview process with both mm. until it just becomes more clear. Mm. Um, and it just, through that process, I think... He, he did make that more clear, and we love Auburn and love Grace Auburn. Yeah. And it was a bittersweet thinking about moving away, mm. and then when the option is dropped in my lap to stay, yeah. um, just for our family and for the, the roots that we put down, it became so much more clear that the Lord wanted us to stay here, that he wasn't done using us in Auburn quite yet. Yeah, that's good. All right, so two fantastic options. The Lord faithfully leads you thankfully, on our end, uh, to stay here. And at the same time, you are still deeply invested in our house, Mm -hmm. continuing those relationships. We're going to finish recording this podcast, and you're going to go there and hang out after school uh, now as a volunteer, which I'm sure is both awesome on some Mm -hmm. sides and kind of weird for you on the other side of it. But it's been fun to watch 
you and Relaine, you and Raina's deep relationships there, um, kind of spilling over into what we're doing with our students and student ministry mm-hmm. and really church wide here. Um, it's been a real gift and a real joy uh, and, and so much fun to watch. You come on staff with us. You've been on staff mm-hmm. for, you know, a month, two? Just uh, about a month. Just about a month, yeah. I okay. think this Sunday is a month. In my head, it was three or four weeks, um, which if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, he can't keep up with three or four weeks, that's exactly right. That's how this summer <laughs> has felt. Um, but we find ourselves adding you to our staff team now being incredibly excited about the season that is ahead with mm-hmm. our students, with our college students, with internationals and community groups and uh, men's and women's communities about to kick off and all the things that go into it. And you find yourself now as a part of this staff team. You're also now a seminarian That's right. at Christ Our Redeemer, uh, mm-hmm. just, just across the street and working with churches all, all around town uh, with our dear brother Hoffman Ryan at the helm mm-hmm. of that. Um, what has that process been like for you to go from um, – Maybe not all the way back to engineering, but then changing your major, knowing that this may be the trajectory that you want to be on, to now finding yourself uh, working on staff at a local church that's your church mm-hmm. and being enrolled in seminary. Is there is there tension there? Is there excitement? Give me all the yeah. all the thoughts that go with being in, in that world. Yeah. So y'all are so gracious to walk alongside me and mm. encourage me in doing seminary mm. while being on staff here. Mm. Um, and in a way, they're just kind of like, fused together because the work that I'm doing there and the things that I'm learning are directly impacting my work here mm. um, and the ways that I'm just building out my my theology and my understanding of the Bible. Um, so uh, just in terms of like how they react or, or interact together, yeah. it's super great. Yeah. Um, getting back into school is a, a very big learning curve. <laughs> um, I was not what you would call a good student. I think ever. Okay. Um, was not very motivated unless it was something I was like later in my undergrad, I got into it because it was what I wanted and what I enjoyed. Um, but even with like now being in seminary, studying the Bible for the purpose of working at a church, I'm deeply convicted to be the best student (laughs) because I can't like, you know, skip a reading because like (laughs) it's for the Lord. It's to Um, honor the Lord. I feel like I'd be sinning if I like didn't watch this Bible project video. Uh, so it's been super convicting um, and encouraging just to like give my all, give yeah. everything I have yeah. to my schoolwork and to my work. Um, and it's just been so rich. I've learned so much already in the first month being there. Yeah. Uh, That's so I just good. love getting to do both, to be at Grace Auburn and at Coors. Well, and you're at, in, a, in a very simultaneous fashion, which is the... Um, kind of the DNA of Christ our Redeemer and us having walked alongside of that group from the very beginning as a strategic partner has been a real gift, knowing that it is woven into the fabric of their DNA that people who are in ministry vocationally currently, whether whether they are employed or they're a volunteer, to have a place to kind of you know, work that out, so to speak, mm-hmm. theologically in their head and then in their heart resolve to go, how can, how does this impact this? How does it impact this conversation with this kid or with this parent or with this coworker? Or, you know, this kid's asking a, a lot of really, really tough questions. I don't think seminary prepares you to have all the answers, mm-hmm. but it, it at least gives you the tools to go, man, I, I know where to go yeah. to, to find those answers. And yeah. even if those answers are like, the Lord knows, and mm-hmm. I don't. 
uh, we can with deep conviction believe that the Lord actually does know and that we don't have to to respond uh, by faith and in obedience. As you think about your story, as you think about um, the Lord's gracious hand in leading you to Auburn and in leading you and Addie to become husband and wife and in leading you um, faithfully through the gauntlet of, hey, this major may not be the thing for you, but this as an undergrad will prepare you for the next step at our house and the step after that with Grace Auburn and with Christ our Redeemer. And while we don't know what the long haul holds, Mm -hmm. um, I really do sense in you a calling to feel like you could do this for the long haul. Yeah. Um, Pastoring, shepherding, leading, obviously location, city, all those things are up to the Lord. Mm -hmm. But for this season, we're thrilled to have you on this staff team as we think through um, all that the Lord is calling us to. So I just want to, I want to end with a final question that I've asked everyone uh, in this series of conversations. You could do a lot. Mm-hmm. You could go anywhere um, and do the thing that the Lord may be calling you to do. But I want to ask you, why in the world would you want to work for a church mm-hmm. with all the things that come with working for a church? Specifically, why would you want to work for this church? Yeah. Um. So many answers to that question. <laughs> Grace Auburn has just been such a special part of my life and of me and my wife's life. Mm. Of you know, this is the first church I came to after really becoming a follower. It's where I was baptized. It's where we've been, what we've called home for three years. Um, yeah. And it's just been so formative for us. Um, so having the opportunity to work here to contribute to the mission of Grace Auburn in such a greater capacity being mm. on staff mm. um, is such a blessing and something I cherish and I'm so thankful for. I told Addie whenever I got hired, it feels like I'm joining like the cool kids club because, <laughs> you know, all the pastors have been such like mentors and friends and I have actual friends on staff here. So mm. it's like I get to join the club of, of <laughs> doing the mission. But um, yeah, I'd say that's one of the big reasons. And then, like I said, just teenage years being so crucial for forming you into who you're becoming and and who you're going to be, especially spiritually. Building a spiritual foundation then I think is so important. Um, And I apparently feel very called to youth ministry and (laughs) and in walking alongside and shepherding teenagers and helping them to understand how much the Lord loves them and what he's done for them and, and how they can and should respond in love for him. Like that's just such a gift to get to do and something that I'm so excited to start doing here at Grace Auburn. Well, we're thrilled to have you. We're thrilled to have your wife. Mm -hmm. We're thrilled to have your family here be a part of our staff team. Thank you for this. Thank you for this conversation. Yeah. And thank you for your willingness and obedience. Yeah. Thank you. behalf of the Grace Auburn Church family, thank you for listening to the Grace Auburn Church podcast. If you'd like more information about partnering with us and our mission or ways that you can get connected, please go to our website, graceauburn.church.